You are listening to Second Wind with Joyce, where women who are ready to expand their life adventure discover the tools to stop playing small and tap into the courage required to enjoy their second wind. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you here today. This is an exciting day because I think you're going to really enjoy my guest today. And you're going to walk away with some valuable, valuable tools for your kit. Now, I want to tell you that, you know, when I was going through my transition, which was a divorce almost 20 years ago, um, I worked with a coach and my coach insisted that I get to know who I was. And I thought, what is she, is she crazy? I know who I am. But as she took me through a process, of getting to know myself, um, it was just eye-opening to me. And what the process was learning about my value, my getting to know what values I had. And sometimes people say, like I did, oh, well, I know who I am. I know who I am. But yet they experience things like being uneasy with friends and thinking, I just don't fit in. These people don't understand me. And sometimes it's because we make decisions to hang out with people that are not in alignment with us. Or we find that we make decisions too quickly, and then those decisions ended up being regrets. And so if those are some of the things that are happening in your life, you might be needing some alignment work in your life. So you better know who you are. When I knew my values, I really appreciated who I was. One of the simple things was one of my values is beauty. And I always loved, now beauty to me is different for every person, right? But the beauty I love is the beauty in my home, beautiful pictures, beautiful things. And so many people found that to be uh, not what they would have chosen. And so anyway, it was so freeing to me to know that that is what not only defines who I am, but it's also indeed a special um, value of mine. So anyway, I share this story with you so that if you are in a person that is struggling with alignment, making decisions you soon regret, hanging out with people you don't really enjoy, I am offering a two-week course that uh, is two hours. It will start within the month, and if you would be interested in being part of this, I'd like for you to go to secondwindwithjoyce.com forward slash find values. It is a fun group that you're going to be with and it's very quickly solves the issue of finding and valuing who you are. So go to secondwindwithjoyce.com slash find values. Now let me tell you about our guest. Whitney Freya. Whitney is an expert in inspired living, providing practical tools and practices that free your mind 
from limitations and scarcity to create more in your life that lights you up from the inside out. I like that, Whitney. I like it a lot. She is the author of three books to inspire the art that is your life. An inspirational speaker and leads a community that circles around the fire of inspiration and personal freedom through her online programs and coaching training. As an entrepreneur since 1996, she encourages women to dig deep into their passions and sense of conviction to create a life that lights them up from the inside out. Along the way, she has opened and co-opened, co-owned two award-winning wine bars. I want to hear about that story. And has learned to paraglide. I like that. She's a risk taker. And has raised three inspired children. I like that. You can find her work on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Whitney Freya. And she spells her name F-R-E-Y-A. LLC is her company, corp company. And learn more at WhitneyFreya.com. So welcome, Whitney. Thank I'm you, Jay. Yeah, how much fun. We are going to have a juicy conversation, I can tell. I know. I keep when I loved I loved how the word inspire kept reappearing in your yeah. you know the information that you I just loved it inspire 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 so you must be a great speaker <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well inspiring. I love I absolutely love what I get to share with the world and you know that word inspired means spirit within and I really believe that life is the canvas of your soul and when you can tap into that level of awareness you have so much more available to you you know, that goes beyond your experience up until now and other people's expectations. And, you know, my own journey has been one of personal liberation and challenging myself and leaning into the unknown. And I teach people how to do that through a sacred painting practice. So how much fun is that? Which fun is my top value? I <laughs> know. <laughs> I know. I, I, sometimes it's so hard when you're in that painful spot to really believe there is anything that can pull you out of it. And um, it's, I think it's, they have to look at us to tell us that we, to sh- so that they can see that we share, there's more, there's more, come on, there's more, there's more. You don't have to stay here at all yeah. in that pain, that pain. So I'm always quite interested in sharing with my listener the the journey that you took, you know, I created this podcast really because of my divorce and there wasn't anything that I could find in podcasting when I started seven years ago was not as popular as it is now, but I just really wanted tools. So that's why I created it. So I always mm-hmm. like to have you share, if you will, what was that defining moment that sort of said to you, I can do, I can make this, I can make this change, I can do better, I can have more. What was it that defined for you the need for change? Yeah, there's been a series of those moments, right? Um, I mean, and I started my career, 
uh, opening an art center, a physical space uh, in Nashville, Tennessee with zero art background. I had never painted on a canvas when I opened the doors. Um, and, you know, that came about from um, being given this very strong intuitive understanding almost in a moment that it was through art making that people could develop this artist mentality that I had read about in a book called Zen and the Art of Making a Living and um, learn how to create the art that is their life, that they would be Mm -hmm. able to observe objectively and um, learn in a fun way what they want to create, where they get themselves stuck, you know, where that Mm -hmm. inner critic comes Mm -hmm. out or the perfectionist or, you know, starting things and not finishing them or whatever, that they could practice at the canvas um, what they needed uh, to create what they wanted into the art that is their life. And, you know, I had always known that I was uh, meant to do something different, and I didn't know what that was until literally Mm -hmm. a second later when I was given that awareness. So, you know, now 24 years later, I'm so grateful for following that intuition. And it made no sense whatsoever for me to open an art center, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, in 2012, I also chose to leave my marriage. Um, we had just moved to from Nashville to Oregon, and you know we had purchased a ranch in 2007, and had just built this big house that I had lived in for nine months. And that journey was one of really honoring, like you said, my values and what was important, and understanding that they were not shared in that partnership, and yes. that I deserved to follow what was important to me. And mm-hmm. um, I'm so grateful uh, for the husband for providing the opportunity for me to experience that level of personal liberation and, and to learn. And, you know, he's not quite on that same page still, but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was a very unpopular decision. And so at that point, I really um, entered into a wrestling match with you know, the ego earthly part of me that was really, you know, blowing wide open this kind of beaver cleaver looking existence. And, you know, I had three young children. I mean, we had just moved them cross country, you know, it was, it was pretty dramatic. Um, And then reconciling the other greater part of me that felt like I was being reborn, that I was so in alignment and on my highest path because I was choosing joy and I was choosing my personal values and no longer mm-hmm. allowing myself to dim my light to keep other people comfortable, you know? Yeah. And so I spent so much time going within. Um, I painted constantly because while I was um, not only painting, but what happens is you raise your energy and your consciousness to this creative frequency, which only knows possibility, Right. Mm, And, and so I would like crawl to the canvas sometimes crying, you know, and within minutes I was just like, as if I was bathed in this energy of just personal conviction and strength. And then I hung those paintings up. They were all very symbolic and, and they radiated into my space and to like the energy Mm. that I needed to keep myself on track, you know, focused on those higher vibrations rather than, you know, the, the toxic, energy I was being, you know, subjected to from other directions. So, um, so it really has been a a layered journey, um, of getting to know myself and, and 
you know, honoring my inner truth. And that's, you know, what I teach other people to do in a really fun way. And, um, you know, it's, I'm so grateful. It's been a roller coaster ride for sure. The wine bars were an interesting chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, you moved from Nashville to Oregon on a ranch and I just see major change. You, if you were, did you still have your art, uh, school or, or art, uh, right. did you call it a school? What did you call it? You called yeah, it, was it an a art center. Yeah. Center. So yeah, when I so, knew that I was moving to this kind of remote rural area, um, yeah. I started transitioning out of the bricks and mortar structure into online. So I launched my online programs in 2009. And um, I did that in New York. I traveled to New York with my um, friend and business partner and um, collaborated with Women for Women on International Women's Day. I created a banner that we marched across the Brooklyn Bridge with, you know, the president of Ireland and Naomi Campbell and Tim Gunn Mm -hmm. and, you know, Kate Spade and, you know, just, just, uh, uh, amazing group um, led by founder Zainab Saldi of Women for Women. And um, I did book signings and we walked around New York with a big canvas that said create change and invited people to paint on it. And, you know, I just flew to New York and declared the grand opening of my online programs, right? Um, yeah. So an example of creating your reality. And um, so from 2009 on, the focus was on my online program and I had published my first book, the artist within at that point. And, um, it was a huge transition there. And then when we moved here in 2011, um, I had begun my creatively fit coaching training where I certify people and train them to teach art the way I teach art. And that was such a blessing because when I got divorced, um, I had a nice foundation with that certification and that's what, um, supported me, you know, for many years moving ahead. And, um, and I was able to surround myself with a tribe of mostly women who are also inspired to, um, really fan the flame of that sacred spark in people. We're all here Mm -hmm. to live as creators and we're here to create our lives and, you know, how we ripple through our days um, uniquely uh, in mm-hmm. a way that only we can. And just to make that extra challenging and fun, you know, we're born into, for most of us, a culture that encourages us to live up to other people's expectations and right. fill in the right yeah. blank, right? And sugar yeah. and spice and everything nice and all of that. And so it is really a journey of liberation and of self-validation and alignment. And we wouldn't have it any other way, right? Because that's, <laughs> that's where it, it gets exciting and challenging and where the reward is. So, yes. um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride, but I wouldn't change any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Uh, it sounds beautiful where you moved to, but also Nashville was pretty pretty sweet too so uh but i just can't imagine that the major thing and so you're so wise of you to to go to the internet now that was pretty early to go to the internet actually yes that was 10 years yeah the online programs at that point were just you know step-by-step photos right (laughs) and so 
um, videos. I don't remember when I started doing videos, but I guess by 2011 I was doing videos. But um, yeah, yeah, it was it was early on for sure, and um, yeah. grateful to have you know understood that that was the direction to go because um, right now I love I live in this you know remote beautiful mountain area and you know at any moment I'm connecting with you know one of my coaches in Zimbabwe or Australia or New Zealand or Singapore and um, you know so I'm able to keep that kind of global connection and and really learning from people all over the world myself while also Mm -hmm. kind of living in this personal retreat space is what it feels like. Yeah. Now uh, I want to go back and visit the the statement that you said you had zero art training. So yeah. how does one pick up the brush if they have, I mean, I could just imagine what I, I'd look like I was painting the paper, but in right. a very wall painting method. Um, so what, what even called you to do that? Well, I had been a wannabe artist my whole life. I had an art teacher when I was nine tell my mother and I that I had a great eye for color and balance, but drawing wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. And my nine-year-old self heard, I'm not an artist, right? Like artists can draw. If I can't oh, draw, yeah. then clearly being an artist is not available to me. And I still remember like the friends and the friends, older sisters who I saw as artists and who painted and drew, and I would just hover over their shoulders and, and, Mm -hmm. and express how much I wished I had inherited that DNA, but you know, I didn't, so I couldn't ever be an artist. And um, the college students in um, art school who had their projects out in the hallway in my dorm, you know, and I was again, Uh leaning over their shoulder, wishing, wishing that I could do that. And um, so I, you know, one of the things I, I coach people on is, you know, what have you, what are you a wannabe what? Yes. <laughs> because oh, yeah, that's a the only reason, what yeah, the only to... reason that's the, the only reason that desire is there is because you're meant to experience it. Yes. Um, so what literally happened is I graduated from the University of Michigan and I left to sell books door to door on straight commission. I did that for four summers and you know, nothing is as scary or crazy as selling door to door, right? So before my last summer, yeah, right. Before my last summer selling, (laughs) well, I, um, I picked up a book before my last summer called Zen and the Art of Making a Living by Lawrence G. Bolt, which I highly recommend. And in it, he says that unless you develop an artist mentality, you won't be able to create the life of your dreams. And I really wanted a, fr- a fun, you know, dreamy life. And uh, I was desperate to stop selling books, but I understood that I was there learning um, things that were going to help me when I came up with the idea. Yeah. So I knew there was going to be an idea. And I came up with like hundreds just in the process of taking a shower. You know, I almost felt plagued by ideas. Um, and so as I was reading that book, I was sold. I mean, here I was with a college degree selling books door to door. I mean, life seemed a hell of a lot more like a blank canvas than a multiple choice test, right? So where does one go to develop this artist mentality? I was very confused about that because the art centers that I had, you know, 
a couple times kind of summoned up the courage to reach out to and, and look into registering for an art class, I inevitably would have just missed the registration deadline. And, you know, the next series would start in 13 weeks and I wasn't even going to be living in that state in 13 weeks, you know, so it mm-hmm. seemed very difficult um, to get to an art class. And so the aha in the moment was to open like the YMCA for the right brain. Um, I had read about the right brain, left brain dynamic and understood that like, wow. So when I was in college and I would just pull out a bunch of old magazines and start making collages, that was me bringing my brain back into balance, you know, with all the schooling and left brain work, the collage got me into my right brain. And so I wanted to help people work out that right brain muscle. So that's, Mm -hmm. that was a conversation I started with people. So I opened the creative fitness center and I still don't really understand what I thought I was going to do when I opened the doors because I had all these art supplies and paints and canvases. And um, I guess I just felt like I could encourage people to just, you know, play and try. And the first, you know, 10 people that walked through the door the first day all asked, when do your classes start? And I I didn't even know I was going to have classes, right? But I immediately (laughs) answered, well, I'll have the schedule and the grand opening in two weeks. (laughs) Oh, funny. Yeah, so, you know, this is before, like, people were emailing or websites or no Facebook, no social media, nothing. And literally, artists would walk through the door or call, like, hey, do you need a watercolor teacher? I'm like, sure, yes, I do. And within two (laughs) weeks, I had a full schedule, and I was not one of the teachers, right? I was taking the classes myself. Um, Oh, I love that. Yeah. You just went with your intuition. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I felt like in hindsight, you know, now we have quantum physics as well that talks about making these quantum leaps. So when I opened an art center, (laughs) which is a very dramatic um, way to do this, but I, I took away any opportunity for me to give up or to try, you know, to paint and wad it up and be like, oh, I suck at this, right? Because I now owned an art center. So I was in what I teach now, a level of coherent consciousness. I now owned an art center. Therefore I was learning how to paint and draw and collage and throw pottery on a wheel and make paper and all of these things. And so I just did it. There was no part of me that was fighting against that intention. And, and I still do that. I create online programs to make sure I write the book, you know, (laughs) like, you know, this is a great way to, to make sure that you do things as you tell people, um, that you're doing them or you, you know, start a blog or open a shop or, you know, to start teaching whatever it is you want to write. And um, so I learned, I learned sitting by myself, you know, just copying things. I learned um, in flashes of insight, like, oh, it's all about layering. You know, if I just mm-hmm. keep going and I just mm-hmm. keep painting and keep focusing on what it is I want in each moment. Like I want this lighter, I want this darker. I'll always get to something I enjoy. And yeah. likewise, I remember being at like an e-woman network conference, and one of the women stood up and said, "You know, I've got a second mortgage on my house. I've got nothing left in the bank. I just did it to do, you know, all this for my business. What do I do?" And the expert on stage said, "Don't stop now." <laughs> Oh. Right? If you stop now, you stop in bankruptcy and nothing in your bank account or whatever. You've got to keep going. Um, and that's what I found at the canvas. 
And I started mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, all of these like success principles, um, later it became spiritual teachings, everything that we want to learn or experience in our lives can be first learned and experienced at the canvas and so much easier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, right. you don't have to work. You don't have to wait for the divorce or the cancer diagnosis or the car crash yes. for life to show you where you're out of alignment. The canvas will do that. Yes. Right. Oh, so tell it, me, I want yeah. to know, share with me, if you remember the, the author of the book, Zen, in the art of making a living. Is that the name yeah, of the title? Yes. Yeah. It's Lawrence G. Bolt, B O L D T. Yeah. I think if you just look up Zen in the Art of Making a Living, um, he has multiple books and uh, a website. I've spoken to him uh, at least once and told him uh-huh. how that, you know, that one sentence unless you adopt an artist mentality, you won't be able to create the life of your dreams. Uh, I mean, we're so programmed. We don't even realize how programmed we are. We all are. You know, it's a constant journey of peeling back the layers and recognizing, like, wait a second, who says, you know, (laughs) a 50-year-old woman can't paraglide, right? Like, no, no, no. I say yes. (laughs) And um, and so, you know, his book and, and everything I do now is really around that personal liberation and honoring your desires in your heart because they're there for a reason right i love this you know i i have a one that <clears throat> that comes back to me that always comes back to me and it's voice i love to sing mm. now am i a great mm. singer no but i love to sing and i just keep taking lessons and then i don't practice and then i stop and i'm like okay just make this desire go away. So right. <laughs> give me some help there, coach. <laughs> it's very interesting. No, you- we have about two minutes until we're going to go to break. But on some of the information that you provided me with, you talked about a personal creative practice. Is that yeah. what you're referring to? Or is it you, you, uh, yeah. you common it to like meditation or yoga practice? And is that where what you're calling your painting program? Yes. Um, so the personal creative practice or a personal painting practice is um, encouraging people to recognize that devoting regular time to any creative endeavor will expand and strengthen your creative awareness, your creative courage, the part of your mind and heart that are responsible for learning new things, for Mm -hmm. creating from possibility and potential. Um, It is the part of our awareness that is there to balance the fear-based, rational, linear thinking mind. They're meant to dance together. And and we live in such a left-brain world that we literally get out of balance. Like if you went to the gym and just worked out the left side of your body, how crazy with that look right so um so it's really about just detaching from the story that creativity and art only has value if someone will pay you for it and bringing it back inside and understanding that your sense of well-being and purpose and hope is directly tied to and related to the level of your creative 
confidence or the yeah. creative frequency. Whitney, and that's what I want to help you nurture. Whitney, I'm going to stop you here so we can go quickly to a break. And then when we come back, we have more good things to talk about. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's words you never heard. PetSmart has a policy that allows you to bring your pets into their stores. However, employees and customers at a PetSmart in Muskegon, Michigan, were gobsmacked when someone brought in their 1,400-pound camel. The camel, named Jeffrey, was on a bit of a field trip from the Lewis Farms and Petting Zoo with his owner, Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis explained he was just trying to get Jeffrey used to riding in his trailer. Camels are very social animals, and Jeffrey was no exception. And soon the customers and workers at PetSmart were all gathered around to greet him. Uh, camel with one hump is called a dromedary, and a two-humped camel is called a bactrian. The word camel in Arabic literally means beauty. Really? Have you ever seen a camel up close? It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Win. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking with the Whitney uh, Freya. I just messed that up. I'm sorry about that, Whitney. (laughs) But... Anyway, Whitney is amazing in that she has connected painting to uh, finding our genius, if you will, finding our sweet spirit, finding our whatever you want to call it. That really makes your life light up. And um, it's so interesting that she does this through art. So, Whitney, let's let's keep going here because you've talked about um, how they could start um, – Using their art? Yeah. So how would yeah, they do so, that? Well, what I love about the painting practice that I teach is that getting started is actually the easiest part. Um, I mentioned layers earlier, the layers of our lives and the layers of the stories and the roles that we've played. Um, painting um, with acrylic paint especially, which is my preferred medium, um, is a medium that is very easy to layer which means you can start on a canvas just by doodling and spilling, finger painting. You can paint with your non-dominant hand. You can get out a spray bottle and spray the wet paint and let it drip all over your canvas. Um, I paint words of affirmation. So 
say you want to develop or connect to more of your inner wise woman or your inner wild woman, you know, you can paint, I am my wild woman, I am my wise woman onto the canvas to set the intention mm-hmm. and really infuse it with an energy. Those words are alive. And um, even though the canvas will end up covered, you know, you won't see those words, the energy is there. It's very palpable. And yeah. um, so this first layer and overcoming the fear of the blank canvas can simply be squirting a bunch of different colors onto a paper plate um, that you have or an, a meat tray is what I use for a lot of palettes and just start doodling, like not even drawing anything, just making marks, make zigzags, make circles, make, make spirals, cover the canvas with spirals. I'm sure um, for those of you listening, like spirals is probably one of your favorite shapes, right? Just paint spirals. And observe yourself, where you start getting nervous. Am I doing it wrong? This isn't good. You know, I'll never be able to learn how to do this. Whatever the self-talk is that's coming into your awareness as you paint for the first time, maybe in years or decades or ever, that self-talk is not unique to mm-hmm. your painting time in that moment. That self-talk mm-hmm. is a pattern. And it's okay the invitation is to recognize it and be like, wow, I'm like, I have people all the time tell me, I didn't realize how critical I was of myself. You know, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that my perfectionism was stopping me from trying new things. You know, I've worked with, um, you know, like lawyers and accountants. There was a woman who is a very well-known successful lawyer in Nashville who came out of her first art class and said, this is the first, time in my life I have realized it is okay to make a mistake oh that's powerful right yeah because we we have these strengths that you know often help us to be very successful professionally but Mm -hmm. they're not um going to help us find our life purpose or have meaningful relationships with our children or our spouse or lovers or friends or whatever you know um we tend to blanket you know, this kind of perfectionism or attention to detail or, um, you know, whatever it is that, that helps us in other areas into mm-hmm. all of our life. And the art will show you where you can kind of let go a little bit to where you don't have to control things, where you can trust and just see what's going to come next. So it's a journey right. from releasing. All, almost everyone I work with starts. It, with this product-oriented, you know, talent-based, skill-based story around creativity and painting. And so the mm-hmm. first step is just to let loose and to play and reconnect to really that childlike energy that just loves watching the colors mix together and loves learning, you know, how to create bright colors and earthy colors. And we just play without um, a pressure being put on ourselves to produce or achieve. Um, and then once you do that, then you can also learn to use the canvas as a mirror, you know, to show you like, okay, where am I stopping my creative flow? Where do I stop short of crossing that threshold into the unknown, right? Because if we want anything different in our life, it's change. And it's something we haven't experienced up until now. And a very real thing, and neuroscience has proven this, 
Our rational thinking mind is physiologically programmed to resist all change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it's not um, look over the edge of the cliff, make sure the net is there, make sure it's strong <laughs> enough, throw something that weighs about what you weigh into the net to make sure it will hold you. It's leap and the net will appear. Right? Yes. Yeah. So All right, scary this is that what we bag can learn and things that are going to help us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can learn this at the canvas, and um, it's a much gentler way to develop the self-awareness and grow personally, um, Mm -hmm. go inside to connect to that inner wisdom and that still small voice than um, waiting for life to do it for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Much easier, (laughs) much easier, less expensive, all all the good reasons. (laughs) So how do you teach somebody over the Internet? How do you start that? Well, um, my first um, step, I do have a free program that I'm sure we're going to offer to everybody. And then I have my painting uh, meditation challenge, a 21-day painting meditation challenge that's actually with watercolors. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is where a lot of people start with me because it is – um, you know, you, you can use basically any kind of watercolors and watercolor paper, and it's very easy to uh, just spend five or ten minutes each morning or each evening with this painting meditation. And there are videos with beautiful music, and it's really about letting go and playing. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have uh, online programs that move into different levels of watercolor and acrylic Um, I have my Art Gypsy series where the whole course is filmed in some beautiful locations. So I have Art Gypsy Greece is a watercolor course, and we're on the island of Icaria together, and we're painting on the beach and uh, in these mountain towns and um, learning how to use uh, an intuitive watercolor practice to access your own inner wisdom or um, to use your own painting practice as an oracle. So instead of going to the Temple of Delphi to consult the oracle, you go to the temple that is your watercolor journal and oh. access your own inner wisdom. Um, and then the other uh, course in that series is um, an owl painting course, and we go to Guatemala to Lake Atitlan, and I'm paragliding mm. and flying mm. and painting oh. owls and talking about courage and how to develop courage. <laughs> Yeah. And um, and it's such a beautiful area, just breathtaking. Um, uh-huh. And then my other, one of my um, very popular programs, especially right now, is my Buddha painting program. And you paint an acrylic painting that is a Buddha, and that is really where I first experienced how um, visceral what you paint um, mm-hmm. is in your experience. So when I painted Buddha right after my divorce, um, I could not believe how peaceful and centered I felt while I was painting Buddha and everything I learned um, from that process. So I created a Buddha painting program, and um, and people are really discovering that same thing. It just creates such peace for them. Um, so all of the courses are meant to be fun, um, no experience mm-hmm. necessary, um, and very inspiring and, and, you know, beautiful. So, yeah. uh, I make it very easy for everyone <laughs> to get started. So, uh, you talked about a free course. What's that? 
So that I you created have. Um, the life the life artist masterclass. Um, that is a very easy way. You don't have to paint or draw anything. Um, some people do, of course, but it's not what it's about. It's really teaching you how to live as a life artist. This is not what we were taught in school. And, mm-hmm. um, and I do it through um, five sacred symbols. So oh. um, I work a lot. I work a lot with symbols, um, which can be anything from a feather to a mandala, to an animal, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. um, a primary shape, like a triangle or a square, like everything is a symbol. Nature, trees are symbolic, rivers are symbolic. And I actually film the Life Artist Masterclass outside next to creeks and snow-capped mountains and, um, and explain how we are being guided in each moment along our highest, most purposeful liberating path often through imagery because we're mm-hmm. processing so much of what our brain is receiving in each moment is processed through our sense of vision. So, you know, if you're seeing feathers everywhere, hearts everywhere, lotus flowers everywhere, there's a reason. Not everyone is seeing those everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're being offered guidance through the meaning of those symbols and you just pull out your phone and Google, you know, what do feathers symbolize? What do owls symbolize? What do, you know, um, lotus flowers symbolize? And you will get insight. You will have an aha. Um, Mm. It will meet you right where you are. And then likewise, Mm. you can go to the canvas or your art journal and paint the feather, the lotus flower, and you get even more information and insight. And, Mm -hmm. you know, pay attention, right? Even Joyce, as I explain this to how this isn't meant to sound or be logical. Like, right. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a different thing. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the part of your brain that literally lights up on the MRI whenever you learn anything new. The right hemisphere lights up. So if yes. you want to experience change in your life, any way you can stimulate that right brain, the intuitive, creative, holistic, beauty, love-based side of your brain, um, right. you will attract everything you need to make the changes you want to make. If you're trying to, you know, find the plan that guarantees that the change will be successful and safe, it's going to be a much longer timeline. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. It's really important to understand that, that your most fulfilled life, your next personal breakthrough does not lie on the other side of logical thinking. You have to get out of your mind, (laughs) into (laughs) your heart, relaxing and having fun and enjoying yourself and letting go of the to-do list and the worry and the stress. That's where you get the aha. Uh Aha. Aha. I see. Yeah. Aha. That's what I love. The challenge, if somebody was interested in your challenge that's coming up, can we go yeah. to your website to sign for that? Of course, yes. Yeah. WhitneyFreya.com will get you everywhere you need to go. <laughs> everywhere we need to go. It's... Everywhere you need to go. Absolutely. What is it again? It kind of cut out on you. What What is it yeah. again? Whitney, yeah, WhitneyFreya.com. Okay. That's my name, Whitney Freya. You can just Google Whitney Freya and you'll find all kinds of things. Um, and, you know, the other thing to pay attention to is the reason 
The only reason I teach painting is because for most people, that is one of the scariest things. Singing might be the next, you know, speaking on stage, right? Um, but most people I work with are initially very, very nervous. You know, whether I'm teaching online or in person, people come to the first class scared. And I'm so grateful that they have faced that fear because what the fear means is that you are about to do something different. And on the other side of you painting is going to be change that is unknown. And that's why the fear is coming up. Your left brain is generating fear, trying to keep you away, right? Yeah. Um, trying to keep you away from a painting practice because um, it, it, it doesn't know what's going to lie on the other side. And it does know that your creative spirit is going to um, come to the forefront and start uh, contributing to, to your, you know, decision-making each day and that it's going to encourage you to do things differently. Um, yeah. And so that fear is a good sign. If yeah. you're not feeling some level of excitement or fear or anticipation or unknowing or nervousness, then you're in your comfort zone and you're doing something that you've already done. So that's not mm -hmm. going to get you change, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, well, that brings so up really another important. thought. Do you think that, of course, I guess I'm referring to past lives maybe a little bit, but oh, I love if, if you experience something that you're drawn toward, does that necessarily mean that you've experienced it somewhere in your life path? Um, do you know what well, I'm saying? I think, yes. No, I absolutely do. I, I've worked a lot with my past lives. And um, uh -huh. so here's an, here's an interesting concept is that, um, you know, time is only linear on this 3D plane, right? So if we have yes. past lives, we also have future lives. Mm -hmm. That isn't always introduced because, um, maybe the puny earth brain can't quite wrap itself around that. <laughs> but yeah. when I learned that, it helped so many things make sense for me. I really believe that in the future, every single person will be aware that having a creative practice in their life is essential to their well-being. Um, that mm -hmm. will be common knowledge. Um, working with symbols and imagery to align yourself with the, with your intentions and the energies that you want more of, you know, the energy of wisdom, the energy of clarity, the energy of abundance. Um, all of this is going to be common knowledge or is in some dimension, right? So, mm -hmm. yes, I believe um, when we feel a resonance towards something that it's because we've either experienced it before or will be experiencing it in the future. Okay. Um, so All yeah, right. this concept of living as an artist, for example, in, um, Don Miguel Ruiz's book, right? The four agreements, all of his books. Um, yes. but in the foreword of the four agreements, he talks about, you know, the Toltec people, right? Which is his lineage and his grandmother was a Toltec, um, elder and, and wise woman. And their word for human was artist. Ah. And he, yeah. And he says that, you know, we're all artists and the art we're creating is our life and we're either doing it with or without awareness. Oh. So yeah. all of you listening, you are creating your life, but are you mm -hmm. doing it with awareness or without awareness? And when we yeah. complain and when we worry and when we stress, which Jiminy Christmas, like how easy is that to do these days? 
Um, yes. We are literally creating more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the call right now, like never before, is to really um, understand how creative we are and mm-hmm. to look towards wherever you see, you know, the need for change and to imagine all the ways that change might happen. That is the best way we can support ourselves um, and and our human family is by understanding that there is always a possibility. There's always ways of doing things differently. We are never stuck in a corner with no options, even when it feels that way. And yeah. we know this on so many levels, right? But it's it's hard because it's a scary world out there right now. And yeah. um, there are very real challenges and very real hardships and things that people are experiencing. And, and that is why more than ever, I'm so inspired to do this work and share this message because it is only your creative self, your creative awareness that is going to move you towards what you want and towards the change. Yeah. We have to tap into it. We have to stop saying, oh, I'm not creative. I can't even draw a straight line. That <laughs> yeah. statement is now, not in alignment. I have a question. I have a question yes. for you. Sometimes women have a tendency to think they don't need to change or they can't take an action. This is life. This is what it is. And so um, those of us who have gone through change and have come out with a more fulfilled life can realize it. But sometimes it's hard to, quote, unquote, sell. And so does the practice of painting help open that door? Oh, absolutely. There, there, you know, I tell my creatively fit coaches in the training, right? I'm like, there's good news and bad news. The, 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 and they're both tied to how scared people are of the blank canvas, right? So the bad news is they're scared of the blank canvas. (laughs) <laughs> it's yes. not like, hey, you want a glass of red wine or a chocolate chip cookie, right? It's yeah. like, no, oh, I don't want to paint. I can't. I'm so scared. The good news is the only reason they're afraid is because of the transformation. Like, it will work guaranteed. There is no way that you can go to the canvas or, like, in the 21-day painting meditation challenge, there's no way you can complete uh, a series of days of just, losing yourself in play and and doodling and trying to not make anything and not be productive and not experience a level of personal transformation. You will mm. change. I guarantee it. And I do guarantee mm. it. Like money back, guarantee. <laughs> because <laughs> it's because it's how our brains work, you know, physiologically. Yeah. And even easier than that, so for someone who's really listening right now and digging in their heels and, like, there's no way my life can change. So the good thing is is that you can start with anything, any change. Like, what are you planning on making for dinner tonight? Change that, right? Mm, What's your routine yeah. when you get up in the morning? Change that. Um, mm-hmm. Make pancakes for dinner. Call a friend that you haven't. I'm spoken to in a long time and talk with them, um, you know, pick up a project that you started years ago and finish it or, you know, look up a YouTube video on how to, you know, weave fabric from dental floss, like anything, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, do anything different and, and just notice, 
right? Right. Just you want recognize? <laughs> you want me to share one that I did when I was yeah. going through? I painted my. Now listen, I'm pretty traditional, really traditional, and so <laughs> anyway, so I painted my nails. I had my nails painted because I don't paint my nails. I painted my nails purple. Now I only worn red. I know that's not that's not really strange these no, days. No, that's a perfect but example. But for me, <laughs> it was definitely yeah. outside my comfort zone because I thought yeah. people would see those purple nails and they'd think I'm crazy. And so, right. um, you know, and and I was. I was middle aged, so that was kind of different, but yet it's not in some, in some areas with some people. But for me, and it's all relative to who you are. Yeah. I mean, if yes. it's out, what you're looking for is what's outside of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. So we all right. know those people, artists that are more free and with that area, that would not have been anything risky for them. But I think it's getting into that risky zone. It yeah. scares you because yeah. it's so uncomfortable. What would they think well, of me? Well, and the other purple? thing is, yeah, no, I love the purple nail polish. Um, the other thing is, and I talk to my clients a lot about this, is as women, we have a very strong, like, inner good schoolgirl. Yes. Right? Like, I mean, we want to follow the rules, be the leader of the line. We want the gold star by our name. Um, yes. And I'm speaking personally, you know, I mean, when I got divorced and was the the bad woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. it was a reckoning. Like I had to learn to love myself even when I was breaking the rules and being bad and breaking my vows and, you know, all of these yeah. things. And that was so powerful. I remember crying saying, I'm bad and I'm good. And, you know, <laughs> so, um, so we got to break some rules on the way to our most purposeful, joyful life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, what I love is, you, you, I mean, break a rule today. You know, what's a rule that you've been following? You know, break it. Like, paint your nails purple. You know, you had kind of an unstated rule. Like, oh, nails are red. My nails are red. And then you did purple. And that, that not only did you you know, feel the energy when you look down at your purple nails, but your unconscious mind had to go back and reevaluate what else have I been telling myself is the way things are when they could be different, yeah. you know? And I know there was a ripple effect, whether you're aware of it or not. The purple nails is just the beginning. Right. <laughs> I, I know. I like, um, I actually have a friend who works for the art department in a college, junior college here. And when I first met her, she had purple hair. Uh, it was mm-hmm. colored in some way, a purple gray. I don't know what the color was, but it, and she was in choir. And I was kind of, you know, I kind of summed her up like be different. And mm-hmm. actually we've turned out to be very good friends. And her hair has gone several different colors. And so no matter what color she is. But I like to ask those young people that I see many times that have colored their hair how they decided to color it that color. Because <laughs> it's so interesting. Why would you mm-hmm. like that color? You know. Right. So anyway, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this. This has been a real treat. I 
thank you. I know that my listener out there is going to say, I need more of Whitney. <laughs> so mm, wonderful. Go to F-R-E-Y-A is her last name. So Whitney, I thank you so much for being on my podcast. It's just been a, it's really been a joy having you here. So thank you, Joyce. Thank I, you I appreciate me. you so much. Yes. And I'm going to go sign up for that challenge. Ooh, yay. And I'm going to paint my nails purple. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're back to red. So anyway, thank <laughs> you, Whitney. <laughs> Have a You're great welcome. week and thanks for your work. Now, I look forward for you being here next week so that you again will hear another fabulous woman such as Whitney and will be able to walk away. But do go sign up for her 21-day challenge. Let's start the change. It's time. So see you next week. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.